Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review for this week. For those of you that are new to this podcast, this podcast is a review of the Joe Rogan Experience Review. It's kind of like what events are for the news. Uh, Events in the world have no affiliation with the news. The news just reports on said events. That's what I do too. Um, Sometimes I have guests on, uh, people that are also fans of Joe Rogan that get are inspired by his message or specific episodes and they would join me to just kind of go over things and you know i assume that everybody that listens to this is a fan of joe rogan to be honest if you listen to this and you're not it makes no sense so stop listening to this but uh uh you know you must be and if you listen to him they're great long free form conversation podcasts that go on for hours and oftentimes you'll have um, questions and comments and things that you think about. So this is kind of just like a moment to go over those things. And, uh, you know, I get, uh, emails about this podcast, uh, just reflecting on certain episodes. So I take those on and, and add those to my dialogue and yeah, we go from that. So there we go. Enjoy this week. We're talking about MMA podcast 48, Henry, uh, Sududo. He is uh, a badass guy. He's the UFC flyweight champ. Uh, he beat Demetrius Johnson, who had the longest um, winning streak, or at least champion winning streak in UFC history, which is really impressive. Henry is an Olympic gold wrestler. Um, won Olympic gold. At wrestling is a, is a very difficult uh, sport to do that with. I mean, not like any other sport in the Olympics is is easy to win gold in, but wrestling is, uh, to be the best in the world at a particular weight is absolutely incredible. Um, the conversation was great. There was a lot of information in there and it wasn't just about Henry. It was also about, um, uh, people that work for him and, uh, uh, this company called NeuroForce One, which is really cool. Let's talk a little bit about that, um, later on in this podcast. Uh, they immediately got into what Demetrius Johnson was doing after um, his loss to Henry, and he's moving over to Asia to some sort of fight group, and I, I just, I honestly can't remember the name. I usually write these things down, but I forgot. It's like something F1 fighting, or supposedly it's as big as the UFC is, but in Asia. Now, what's significant about this is Demetrius will now make a ton of money over there and he'll be great for the sport, but it releases Ben Astrin. And Astrin is a, or Askren? Askren, I think. He's a phenomenal fighter, absolutely incredible. He has that kind of Habib style, but maybe even more dominating in a lot of ways. I think he's a bit heavier than Habib. Um, he's a beast. And the fact that he's now in the UFC, I can't wait to watch the destruction that goes on. If you want to learn more about Ben, go back to Joe Rogan's podcast about Ben Astrin, um, and you you will learn a lot. He's a really cool guy, smart guy, and uh, fascinating. So it sounds like a good move for everyone. It sounds like it's time for Demetrius to kind of move on, and this is Henry's time to just shine in, in flyweight. Um, some of the advantages that he talked about with Joe was as a wrestler, he can cut a lot more weight uh, than other fighters because He's just been doing it for so long. Wrestlers are, you know, particularly good at doing it. At, at times, he was cutting almost as much as 25 pounds, which is really significant because he could be weighing about 150, 
and cut down to about 125, which is just unbelievable that anybody could cut that much. He uses a very scientific approach now to his training. He was uh, talking with Joe to say that he uses a meal prep company. And uh, the science company that I talked about earlier, uh, NeuroForce One, is a newer company out of Arizona. And the guy that is running that is like a physiologist and knows a lot of science and goes into this thing called DC Brain Potential. And Joe Rogan was like, what the fuck is that? Like, he was saying, is this Daniel Cormier brain potential? But it's something to do with the nervous system. It like it it will measure your electrical impulse or your output and kind of tell you if you're able to train at a high level or not for that day. So even though you might feel great, your body's strong, if your nervous system is not registering well, they will give that fighter a, a you know, kind of a bit of a day off. And that's controversial, as Joe was saying, because um, trainers, hardcore trainers, you know, would, would just basically say, no, you're not having a day off. Like, you're ready. We fight hard every day. We push hard every day. And that's, that's exactly what we do. But this new style of training is saying that if your DC brain potential is off and your nervous system is out of whack, you just, you're not going to train well. So they don't, you can't do it. They're going to give you a different modified training session, maybe the day off, something like that. A big focus of NeuroForce One's company is probiotics. Um, keeps your immune system strong. Make sure you're creating only the types of neurotransmitters. Joe often talks about that. He eats like more kimchi than any human I've ever heard of. And he really believes in it. You know, loves that kombucha stuff too. Uh, he says it makes his immune system much stronger. And that's significant. You know, Joe trains so much and works so hard that he'd notice, you know, those differences. And he wouldn't be wasting his time if it was just kind of hearsay, hippie bullshit that people are talking about. Um, another thing they do is they have these monitors on the body that kind of check a lot of different things. And it measures acceleration. So one goes on your shoe and one, I think, on your wrist. And it measures the differences in motion. And what they're hoping that it will eventually do is kind of, it will monitor your form, make sure you're lifting with good form, moving with fast acceleration, and it allows you to like train less and slow things down, but get better performance, which is unbelievable because in a way you hear about, you know, these MMA guys and high level athletes talking about training and all and fighting and all the rest of it. And, you know, it's, it's about outdoing the competition, working harder than them, but also you're getting people like Cain Velasquez that are constantly getting massive injuries and really struggling. So hopefully this is a smarter type of training. And I, I really think this is where this body measurement stuff is coming from. I mean, take the Sober October Challenge that Joe just did uh, with Airy, Bird, and Tom. They're wearing that, uh, the device is called like, um, what was it, M3? No. I can't remember the name of the body device that they have, but it goes around your chest and it gives you a score for all the types of workouts that you've done. Well, in a way, I think those things are going to start measuring more things more accurately, giving better details and also helping you with recovery, what you should eat, you know, how you're doing things, which is uh, really cool. I mean, the idea that you can train less and slow things down and get better results it could also be the catalyst for getting people that are too lazy to work out 
or just can't do it consistently like honestly I I'm at I am most of the time and and getting them to train better because they don't have to feel like they need to push as hard you know constantly um, the the last bit of the podcast that they got back into talked a lot about where Henry plans on going now who he wants to fight he's looking possibly at a TJ Dillis Shaw fight that's like a bit of a super fight that would be really cool they kind of have a bit of beef with each other and there's some tension there which is always makes for a good fight but they're both you know respectful enough to where they keep it classy um and then he got into a personal story about a time in california where he got um stuck in a fire and he was at some sort of vineyard and he like went to sleep and uh the fire stormed over the hills started burning everywhere he heard the smoke alarms but he ignored it just thinking it was false alarm and the second time he woke up fire was so close he had to jump out of a window he had to burn his foot real bad eventually made it down this hill jumped over some fences cut his leg i think and uh, eventually got to where there was some help 50 people ended up dying in that fire so you know wow what an incredibly awful time that he had to go through and thank god he made it out so that he could become um you know the incredible fighter that he is but to finish on a bit of a positive note, because you don't want to hear just about people slowly burning to death, um, one of the awesome things that he does now that he's a champ is he sets out and he does speaking events or like speaking tours, in a sense, for top companies, you know, like the Wall Street companies, banks, and just companies that have a lot of money, where he gets to go and talk about what it takes to be the best at what you do, the mindset that it takes, and all the things in motivation to just be really the very best that you can be with all the regular um, adversities of life. And I think those things are very important. You know, it's why a lot of people listen to Rogan or listen to Jocko Willink or Jordan Peterson or really any of these people that are just super inspiring. And this is really the message of this podcast. It's, it's just to show that appreciation. You know, it's one thing that they give us this message, but, you know, the f fans and people that listen want to be here to say thank you. And, uh, you know, that's a thank you to Henry for putting that message out there and continuing to spread uh, the, these messages of, of positivity, motivation, and, and getting people up and moving. So thank you, guys. I really appreciate you listening. And uh, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more this week. Cheers. Love you guys.